The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. This will be your Thursday, April 6th edition. How's everybody doing tonight? Yeah, we um, had quite the uh, quite the Wednesday of action where just pitching was abundant. You had Willie Peralta dominating. Dylan, Dylan Bundy, who we liked a ton, he got the job done. Um, it really sucked. Greg Richard, or Garrett Richards was the guy that I was all over. And he was dealing. He was doing everything we thought he'd do. And then he left with an arm injury, two, uh, one third of an inning, one more out, and he's he's win eligible. We'll add four more points in all the lineups. We hope he's he's well. It's really sad. He's got a very bad history of arm troubles, so he's down. But Sale was filthy. Degrom was good. Neither one got the win because no run support. You had um, Tyon looked good. Just list just keeps going on and on. Looks great. Uh, we'll keep an eye on Rich Hill and this stupid pitch count because there's no way in heck you can pay that price tag for that kind of uh, output, in my opinion. But uh, we'll wait and see. Tonight we have, or today, I should say, we have a full day slate. First one of the year besides opening day. First real day slate. Uh, there's eight day game slate on DraftKings, four game evening, 13 game all day. The one game you're missing on the day slate. Is Phillies Reds because it starts at twelve thirty five Eastern, nine thirty five Pacific time. So they're starting the day slate at one one Eastern, I believe, uh, one thirty Eastern, something like that. So they're kicking out the Phillies Reds game early on. So we won't worry about that one. There's like fifty percent chances of rain on that one. Winds blowing straight out the center hard. It's the same problems they've had every day. If you're playing it, good luck on the all day. I'm not covering that one today. There is a double dip. We have a Kansas City, Minnesota. No chance of rain. Wind blowing out to right field about 14 miles an hour. Something good to look at there. Keep an eye on Boston, folks. Boston, Boston, Boston. Once the game starts, the forecast is at 96% to 100% chance of rain, and it stays in the high 90s all day. Wind's blowing in from right center. Looks like Boston might be a tough one. To play today. Keep your eye on that one. Moving on to the Brew Crew. They can close the roof. If not, blowing out hard right field. 
St. Louis and Chicago rained out yesterday. No rain in the forecast today. Wind's blowing out hard to right field. Keep your eye on the Cubbies-Cardinals game. Detroit and the White Sox, no real rain in place here. Wind's blowing out hard to right center. And that's just even better for a game we plan on stacking. Everyone probably plans on stacking, but that wind is blowing hard. Nothing in L.A. Oakland, um, supposed to be raining overnight here in California. The Bay Area might get it a little sooner, so pay attention to that game. There's 20 to 30% chances of rain. It's supposed to hold off until the evening, so this is a day game. We should be okay. It might just be scattered showers. Knock on wood. I don't see a postponement there. You should be okay. Um, keep an eye there. Marlins Nationals are having some rain in the morning. It's supposed to clear up, so maybe a late start there. Wind's blowing out hard to right center. Pay attention there. This is the early season. Rain, 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 folks. Atlanta and the Mets often on scattered showers. Wind is blowing out hard to left center. So a lot of these rain games have some nice wind to target. So keep your eyes on that. The uh, Mets-Braves game is one of the four evening games. The rest are all-day games. Um, real quick, Vegas action. Colorado-Milwaukee over under 9.5. We love targeting that one. Dodgers, Padres, 8.5 is not bad. Miami-Washington, 8.5 is very solid. Um, Kansas City-Minnesota, 8.5. Detroit-Chicago White Sox, 8.5. Somehow that's lower than I thought it would be. Angels, A's, 8.5. Pittsburgh-Boston, 8.5. But I think we're just going to completely stay away from that game based on whether I'd really be surprised if that gets in unless this forecast I'm looking at is completely wrong. Cubs-St. Louis, 7.5. Atlanta and the Mets in the night slate, 8.5. Giants, Arizona in the night slate, 9.5. Toronto, Tampa Bay, 7.5. Seattle, Houston, 8.5. Lots of high totals. Tons of 8.5s. We have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 of the 12 games that I, or sorry, 8 of the 12 games I just talked about had 8.5. We have a, a two nine and a halfs offense folks and it all makes sense when you look at the great pitching i have lined out for you let's get into it we're going to do the eight game slate first then after that we'll get into the four game slate so on our eight game slate of action there is no pitcher over ten thousand dollars you don't see that every day it's very rare your highest price pitcher is john lackey at ninety two hundred dollars you saw the over under seven and a half, so it should be a good pitching uh, matchup there. You have um, the winds blowing out hard at right center, like we talked about. Lackey is a bulldog. He's going to go, go, go. Last year, he finished with the three four four ERA. He uh, facing a Cardinals team that neither one of these teams has really hit the ball hard this year. Last year, it's the Cardinals in four starts, twenty six and two thirds, nineteen hits, six earned, thirty one Ks. That's more than a strikeout per inning. Pitched uh, better at home than on the road. It's a thing you'll see with a lot of people. I won't have a ton of lackey ownership, but when you see the other pictures here, you're going to be able to get any bat you want. If you want to get some lackey that low total is intriguing, the ball is going to be flying out there. Lackey's going to battle for you. Might give up a little damage, but uh, all in all, lackey at $9,200 isn't the worst way to go because I think a lot of people is either going to be really, really, really high owned because the pitching's that bad, or people will avoid him and just load up on every possible fantasy league darling bat you could have. It's going to be one or the other. Um, I'll have a little exposure, but I'm not going to go heavy on him at all. We're going to move on to the $7,000 range. Yes, $7,000. It's only skipping one pitcher. We're going to go into Jason Hamill of the Kansas City Royals. Taking on the Minnesota Twins. Uh, new acquisition for the Twins. 
Last year finished a 3.83 ERA. Didn't face Minnesota at all last year. Um, he's got good stuff. Good sink. Good. Uh, not a big strikeout arm. The good sink will help hopefully keep the ball in the park. We saw how the Twins bats have been lively to start the year. The wind's blowing out. Um, probably not going to have a ton of Hamels. Just wanted to mention them to you here as an option because, like I said, options are limited. Next option, Brandon McCarthy at 7,200. Going up against the Padres. Strictly, it's a Padres play. I like the Padres' bats actually today. But McCarthy's not a bad pitcher either. Um, he struggled last year, but he's battling back from injuries. So I'll take that with a grain of salt. His only start last year against San Diego, five innings, three hits, three earned, six strikeouts. Um, last year's stats, I kind of throw out the window with him. He's coming, he's, like I said, battling back from injuries. Looked pretty good during the during spring. Velocity's looking decent. Um, he's worth the gamble, but not the best. I like... Uh, Eddie Rodriguez of Boston, but I told you I'm pretty much going to avoid that game, so I won't even go into him anymore. But we saw what the uh, the lefty Sale did to the Pirates' bats. I know Sale's completely different than Rodriguez, but the Pirates just don't hit lefties that well, so something to keep in mind. Dropping all the way down, Kyle Gibson at $5,900. I like Kyle Gibson a lot, actually. I'm big on Kyle. If you heard around the bases when we previewed the Twins, I like Kyle Gibson. Um... I think he's a good pitcher, very underrated. He's a, he's a boomer bust. He'll get blown up. Like last year, he had a five ERA, but and at home he was worse. But against the the Royals, seventeen out of third innings, thirteen earned, sixteen K. So it's almost a K per inning. We're talking about a sub six pitcher here. You know he's going to give up runs. Um, he looks really good this spring. He has good stuff. He was a high draft pick a few years back. Good sinking fastball, decent off speed pitches. Um, he's it's, he's, he's making his way th- through the organization. He's been here a little while. I like Kyle Gibson at $5,900. Um, he'll be one of my lower-owned options. My other one, if you saw my tweet last night, it's just a ludicrous price to me. Andrew Triggs of the Oakland A's. He might be on a pitch count. I don't know. He looked good in the spring. He looks really good last season in 24 games, six starts, 56 in the third innings. 2,700 runs, 55 Ks. We're talking a K per inning. Uh, he had a 2.81 ERA at home last year. Four games started, 25 and a third innings, eight earned, 25 Ks. Against the Angels, five and a third, one earned, two Ks. I like Triggs. He's not going to light the world on fire. He, um, he spent most of the time in the bullpen, then came over to starter. They trusted him over the likes of Jesse Hahn and others. Now Jesse Hahn's back up due to some injuries in the bullpen. But uh, I like Triggs a lot. This price tag confuses me. If he gets blown up, I don't even care. Well, I do because it'll probably cost me from winning good money. But at $4,100, he's cheaper than a lot of the outfielders. $4,100, he's like Gerardo Parra. Like, all we want is give me like 8 to 10 points, preferably more like 15 plus. But give me like 10 plus points. At $4,100. And I am loading up on every bat under the sun. So, Triggs at $4,100 is literally criminal to me. Um, I don't see it. Maybe he gets blown up and that's fine. $4,100, I will take that gamble with a talent like that. Um, so, you got Lackey, Hamill, McCarthy. If you want to sprinkle in some Lance Lynn against the Cubs, I just hate pitching against the Cubs. I know they started off slow. I just hate doing it. Uh, Gibson and Triggs. It's an ugly, ugly day slate of pitching. Evening's not much better, but this is ugly. So buyer beware with what you're doing there. 
We're going to go game by game today instead of position by position. And we're going to kick it off with the Kansas City Royals at the Minnesota Twins. Hamill versus Gibson. Uh, for the Twins, I like a twin stack if you're not using Hamels. Um, pretty much all these pitchers that I recommended, you can stack against. That's how bad it is today. So if you do multiple lineups, cover your ass elsewhere. Like if you're using Hamels and Triggs in one lineup, make sure you have some exposure to some Twins and Angels maybe in another lineup. Just cover your bases. Um, for the Twins, I like Miggy Sano a lot. We saw him go yard opening day. Nearly went yard yesterday with wind just howling in from right center. He went oppo for a triple off that monstrous wall. The guy just has crazy power. Um, you can get him at the nice, lovely price of $4,100. He is first, our third base and catcher eligible. Look into the likes of, uh, you know, Dozier's always there at 45. Not my most exciting play. And in the outfield, you could go with like some Max Kepler at 38, some Grossman at 36. But Sano would be my top play with the Twins if you're going that route. For the Royals against Kyle Gibson, if you're looking that way, I, I like Kyle. So I go Hosmer at four grand if you want to get some exposure there. Moose is pretty cheap at 32. Alcides Escobar has some decent numbers against um, against Gibson at 3300. And heading to the outfield, you know you got Locaine. Alex Gordon actually hits him pretty well in the past, and um, I kind of pretty much end it there. So you know Hosmer. Escobar, maybe some Moose, Gordon, Kane. But Hosmer, But if you're going to do anything, you have to have Hosmer involved there. Pittsburgh, Boston, I'm just going to go right past it. Not even going to waste our time there. If they play, awesome. If they play, stack the shit out of the Red Sox. They've never seen Cool. I get it, but I'm not a huge fan. He needs to prove it to me. Tyon was a top prospect. Cool, low-end prospect at best. He's got to prove it. Moving on to Thunderdome, Colorado versus Milwaukee, over under nine and a half. This will be a big, big game to stack, folks. We got Chase Anderson versus the youngster, the one and only Antonio Senzatella. Probably butchered that name, but making his debut. So the the Brew Crew have never seen him. So let me preface this. If you want to pitch Senzatella, it is the complete crapshoot. But no one has seen him. There's really no video except spring training, minor league stuff. Given the Brewers have a lot of young minor league players, they might have come across him in the minors. But that could be a sneaky pitching play on a, such a bad slate. I will say this. Sensatella might be worth a dart or two in some lineups just because the lack of knowledge. The 9.5 total scares the crap out of me, though. And maybe past the first time through the lineup once they see him. Maybe the second time. I doubt he makes it past two times through the lineup. Keep that in mind. Let's kick it off with Colorado facing Chase Anderson. We start off with Mr. Charlie Blackman at 5,100. Cargo at 49, of course. You got to get those two going if you're going that route. You can go cheap. Gerardo Parr is still 3,900. I know he's the back end of the lineup, but great exposure to a lineup that should score some runs. They were a disappointment last night. Too talented against pitching like this not to do it. Trevor Story at 47 is great. He's been a um, almost double digits both games. Nolan Arenado. I always emphasize Blackman Cargo, and I love them. I think you need to have them. The pitching's so bad today, you can have both of them. Probably Story and Arenado today. It's that bad. Arenado at $5,100. Phenomenal play tonight. I know the sample size isn't huge, but in 23 at-bats, he's homered four times off of him. Half of his hits off Chase Anderson are dongs. Uh, we know how the ball flies out of this yard. 
definitely, definitely keep that in mind. Go to LeMahieu if you want. If you want some cheap, Mark Reynolds at first, 37. And pay attention to the catcher. Another thing I failed to mention early, a lot of these are getaway days. A lot of these are getaway days. Catchers usually get the day off and backups are in, so pay close close attention to that. Even some, some regular starters will get days off. Hopefully not this early in the year. Hopefully it's not like the NBA, but you never know. Moving on to the Milwaukee side of things, you kick it off. Uh, if you are fading the youngster, you got Ryan Braun at five grand, Broxton at four k. I like me some Eric Thames at thirty nine hundred. He went ding dong yesterday for the first time of the season. Um, one play I like a ton. If you are doing any Brewers, if you just want one Brewer only or a stack, but if you want one Brewer only, Travis Shaw at thirty six hundred dollars, first base, third base eligible. We keep saying he's gonna love hitting in this ballpark. Had another big game yesterday. I believe he went ding-dong. Um, sets up nicely in this matchup. Johnny VR at 4,600. A shortstop and third base eligible. Also a positive play there coming from the left side of the plate. So a couple good options. Shaw VR for sure. Some nice looks there. For the Brew Crew against the Rockies, definitely a game to target. Maybe a game stack. Maybe have... You know, a Blackman Arenado story, sprinkle some cargo if you want, and then throw in some Shaw um, and for cheap because uh, you can't get VR in there as well. But Shaw is a one-off, maybe somebody else. You could mix and match some things. Maybe don't play story, play VR, put cargo. You could put four or five, six guys in this game. On paper, things look very, very promising for some runs there. So a game stack, I love stacking in general. On a slate small like this with such a disastrous targeting the big run output games with a game stack, not a bad theory to go with. Uh, I like that a lot, actually. Chicago, St. Louis, John Lackey, Lynn, over under 7.5, lowest total on the tied for the lowest on the day, lowest on the day slate for sure. Uh, like I said, Lackey's not a bad option. If you're going to target against him, you're looking at the likes of uh, you got Matt Carpenter, who I like first base, third base eligible for 4,400. Johnny Peralta at 3,300 has hit him well in the past 12 for 37 with one dong. Uh, you could go some Diaz at short, but I wouldn't go there. I go Peralta at third or short. Into the outfield, Dexter Fowler at 4,400 is a solid look there. Grichik 38 is not a bad one off, like cheap play if you'd like. Moving on to the Cubs side of things, Lance Lynn returning from Tommy John surgery. Looks to be back. They really took their time with him longer than normal. So I'm not going to pitch him. I have to see him a few times, like I said, about Cobb yesterday. Cobb looked great. Uh, I got to see some Lynn. Kyle Schwarber, 4,400 catcher outfield eligible. Wilson Contreras, 3,600 catcher outfield eligible. Miggy Montero might be the man today if they give one of those guys the day off behind the dish. 3,100, keep an eye on that. The Rizzo, A to the Rizzo at 5,100. Price tag is high, but he is 10 for 29 with three doubles and two homers lifetime against Lynn. Not the biggest sample size, so take that with a grain of salt, but very, very good numbers there. Zobie, 4,100, second base outfield eligible. Nice option there. Addison Russell, second base shortstop eligible at 3,600. You all know about Chris Bryant at five grand. The guy just rakes. Doesn't matter if it's right or lefty, so he's a good look there. Uh, so if you're building... Your Cubs lineups, Rizzo is a must, and then go around that. Moving on to the White Sox and the Tigers. Absolutely love this game. Over under nine, eight and a half somehow. Somehow it's not the highest on this table. We got James Shields versus Matt Boyd. Let's start first with your Detroit Tigers. 
Miggy Cabrera, $4,800. The prices, by the way, Shields was scheduled to pitch yesterday on the rainout. The prices have gone down somehow. Thank you, DraftKings. Miggy Cabrera, $4,800. 24 for 64 lifetime with 10 doubles, 3 home runs, and 11 RBIs off of James Shields. I know I don't even have to tell you numbers to say fade James Shields. That one's a bit intriguing. But if you want to save $1,200 at the position, Victor Martinez is $3,600. And he's only 16 for 61 with 4 home runs and 2 doubles. I still take that for the savings if you want to put money elsewhere. Just throwing it out there. Love me some Ian Kinsler at 4,300, 16 for 61 with four dongs. Let's just say the Tigers like facing James Shields. Nick Castellanos, $3,700 is an absolute steal at third base. Shortstop third base eligible, my man. Jacoby Jones went dongage on his first career game, $2,800. bucks. you are not going to need to save a lot of money tonight. But the low-priced guys like we'll talk about in a couple later games, that's how you're going to win your GPPs. You're going to want to leave money on the table tonight, most likely, or go super heavy like on the Rockies guys, and then go super light on another game, because everyone's going to be able to afford bats tonight, so the big names not should, for the most part, be way higher owned than normal. So, Jacoby Jones, not the worst option. Sucks he's towards the end of the lineup, but not bad. Uh, to the outfield uh, for the Tigers, it's kind of limited with Jay Up being hurt. Uh, see if he's playing. He's day to day. If he's playing, forty one hundred dollars is a great look. Uh, other than that, you got Maytook out there twenty seven. If you want an absolute punt, another guy to keep an eye on behind the dish, James McCann at twenty eight hundred dollars. Nice cheap option there. Maybe Alex Avila even at twenty nine hundred. Okay, so I pretty much named the whole roster. Going to the White Sox bats against Matty Boyd. Get me some Jose Abreu. He's gone yard twice off of uh, Boyd in his career, $4,200. If you want to go first base, third base eligible, the Todd father at 42 If you're doing a White Sox stack, both those guys better be in it. I like them a lot in the middle of that order today. That's the thing about this game. Everyone on this game is going to Detroit, rightfully so. Love the White Sox bats as well. Nice game stack here like we talked about with the Brewers, Brewers Colorado. Solid game stack. If you're going to the shortstop position, Tim Anderson at seven uh, thirty-seven hundred, very solid look there as well. Um, I don't think his ownership should be too high today. Good look in the outfield. Melky's not bad at four K. Avisil Garcia thirty-four hundred hits lefties and Boyd very well. Avisil Garcia will be very low owned. If you wanted to do like a Abreu Frazier Garcia three-way stack, I like that a ton. If you want to sprinkle some Anderson on top, I know it's not in the three-four-five order. But at the top, he could be on base for those boys to drive him in. Nice little white stock stack there. Won't be nearly the ownership as some of the other stacks today, especially in the same game as the Tigers will be heavily owned, and rightfully so. San Diego at the Dodgers. We have Jared Weaver versus Brandon McCarthy. And somehow, the Dodgers' prices have yet gone down again. And he went from Cahill to Weaver. We'll just go position by position. The ones I like here, because Monty Grandal, 3,400, steal. Make sure he's playing. He's played pretty much every day this season. Good chance he gets a day off and they go to like Austin Barnes or someone else. Grandal at 3,400, pretty much a must play if you're playing Dodgers. Adrian Gonzalez, 3,800. That price is criminal. This guy's a professional hitter, a really, really good hitter. I don't know how his price is not in the foregrounds day in and day out. Um, Gonzalez at 3,800. 
must play if you're stacking the Dodgers. Forsyth isn't bad at 37, but we'll move on to uh, Justin Turner facing a righty, $3,600. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So we got Grandal, Agon, Turner, all great plays. Corey Seager at 43, he went down $200 from yesterday, is a phenomenal play against Jared Weaver. It's like if Weaver shuts him down, he shuts him down. But these plays are great. Jock Jams in the outfield at $3,700 is ridiculous. You're getting all these guys below four grand, folks. And then to top it off, if you want an absolute punt, their leadoff hitter, Andrew Tolls, is $2,800. DraftKings pricing is just beyond me. Tolls at 28. Jock Jams at uh, 37. Seeger at 43. You have Turner at 36. Aegon at 38. Grandal at 34. You mix and match that all you want. If you want to put them all in your lineup, all that you can, knock yourself out. I have no problem with any one of those bats. I love them all. Probably like Turner and Seager the most. If you want to go to Turner, Seager, Gonzalez, I like that three-way. Turner, Seager, Grandal, I like that a ton. You can mix and match. You can go four ways on that and throw Gonzalez in with those. Love them all. All great, great plays. Moving on to the Padres' bats. At first base, yeah, Will Myers at 4,300. I won't be going there. There's other first base options I like a ton. But I do like a little Padres action today. Starting off at the second base, third base eligible, Ryan Schimpf at $3,400. Very good play. Schimpf, uh, very underrated hitter. He uh, came out, uh, DraftKings sucks right now. But he's been a very good hitter. He's produced both games to start the year. Schimpf at 34 is a steal. Uh, another second base, third base eligible. Solarte at 33. This is a kind of double stack. You're playing them both or you're not playing them at all, most likely. Solarte went yard the other day. Love Solarte. Always underpriced. Two really good options there in your lineup. Other than that, you can look into Manny Margot leading off in the outfield for 33 is a nice play. So if you want to go Margot, Schimpf, Solarte is not bad. I mentioned Renfo yesterday at three grand. He went yard against the lefties, 3,200 today. Another nice power upside potential if you're there. But Shemp, Solarte, Margot would be the three guys I'd be targeting in that Padres lineup. Super low owned. That's what I'm saying. You can go heavy on one game. Low owned, low price from this one. We're talking 33, 3,400 bucks and less. Make it's easy to make happen tonight. So stupid easy. Angels A's, Skaggs, Triggs, Skaggs returning from injury. Folks, it's a day game for one, which is nice, but the weather's a little cold and uh, overcast, so the offense might not be as good. But we got the A's versus the lefty. Let's not forget how this goes. We'll start in the outfield. We'll work our way backwards. Chris Davis is $3,900. He's not even four grand. The guy that has some of the most double-dong potential of any player in all of baseball is facing a lefty and is $3,900. If you want their leadoff hitter, Rajay Davis, $3,700. A sneaky first base outfield play. Make sure he's in the lineup, but he very well could be with a lefty on the mound. Mark Conha at three grand. Not going to need to do a lot of punting today, but Mark Conha at three grand. Good power upside. Will be extremely low owned. He's a phenomenal GPP play. Keep your eye on their lineup, Mark Conha. But Chris Davis has to be in your A's lineup today. At shortstop, shortstop third base eligible against a lefty. The one and only Marcus Simeon at $3,400. If you remember anything from my podcast last year, 
when the ace faced the lefty, it was Davis, Valencia, Simeon automatically, and then we mixed some others in there. Simeon at $3,400, lock and load. A new addition to the team this year and facing a lefty, definitely gets thrown into the mix now. $3,500, Trevor Plouffe. We know how he hit lefties in that Minnesota lefty Thunderdome. Trevor Plouffe, definitely on the radar today. This is a beautiful day for the A's, folks. We move on from shortstop to the first base position, first base and third base eligible. Ryan Healy at $3,400 is a great play today. He's already gone yard once this year. Super power upside, love Healy. I like a lot of A's tonight. This is a crazy one. Josh Fagley behind the dish. He usually plays against left-handed pitching, only three grand. I wish there was expensive pitching tonight because there's so much value here. It's disgusting. So your starter is Davis in the outfield. You can sprinkle in some Rajay Davis if you want, but Chris Davis with the K's what I'm talking about. Keep an eye on Kana as a sneaky three grand player. But Davis matched with Simeon, matched with some Healy, Plouffe, Fagley. The A's, my friends. Yes, we're stacking the A's. Moving on to the Angels against Triggs. I like Triggs a lot, but if he's going to get beat up, Mike Trout, 5,100. Cole Calhoun is a great play at 3,600. Super undervalued there. Solid, solid play at 3,600 for Cole Calhoun. If you're looking elsewhere, you go to first base, maybe some pool holes at 39. Uh, maybe some Danny Espinoza, second base shortstop eligible at 29. Super cheap. Not a bad play against Triggs as well. So like some Trout, Calhoun, Espinoza, Pujols. That's where you're looking with your Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Last game on the day slate, the Miami Marlins versus the Washington Nationals. Gio Gonzalez versus Tom Kohler. I like both in this game as well. We have an over-under of 8.5 uh, when you're looking at the fish. Giancarlo Stan at 4,700. Marcelo Zuna at 3,700. I like them a ton today. Uh, you can look into some JT Rio Muto at $3,600. Nice three-way stack right there if you're looking that route for the uh, the Marlins. Nice little look, actually. I like that a lot. Uh, if you're going to the Nationals, we start with the one and only Bryce Harper for five grand. We have the Bryce Harper opening day narrative. Well, tonight we get the Bryce Harper facing Tom Kohler narrative. Uh, 11 for 32, six homers, 11 RBIs. No, it's a small sample size, 32 at-bats. But if anybody's paid attention to him, he loves facing some Thomas Kohler. So Harper at 5K is a must-play if you're playing the Nats. Got Trey Turner at 48, who had a goose egg last night. Not going to do that very often, but goose egg last night. That's why I always mention Adam Eaton at 42. He's cheaper. His price tag's slowly going up, but he's cheaper. Actually, he's 44 yesterday, so he went down. He's 42 today. I liked him. He got me another double digits again last night. Very good player, as long as he's in that two-hole I love it. A little um, Eaton, Harper, and then put some Daniel Murphy, second base, third base eligible at 4,600. That three-way is my go-to for the day. I'll be all over that um, on on the slate. If you want a cheap catcher, Matt Weeders at 33, but we have tons of other options there. So I like a Harper, Murphy, Eaton three-way. If you want to spend money elsewhere, not a bad look there for the Washington Nationals. So for the early slate, quick recap, go a little John Lackey. Uh, you can go Hamill, McCarthy, Gibson, Triggs. Maybe sprinkle in some of the Rockies rookie as a sneaky, sneaky play. Uh, Stackage-wise, we're going to look into, uh, I mentioned a little Miami action versus Geo. 
Absolutely love Oakland versus Skaggs. Left-handed pitching. Love that stack. Chris Davis with a K. Simeon. Uh, Healy. Those three for sure. And then you can always look at Fagley, Plouffe, Rajay, and keep an eye on Kana. But those first three for sure with Oakland. San Diego versus McCarthy. Sneaky. Some more go. Shimp, Salarte action there. White Sox versus Boyd. Love it. Abreu, Frazier, Avisil Garcia. Those three for sure. Maybe a little Tim Anderson. Love that stack. Like I mentioned, everyone's going to be on Detroit, rightfully so. So a game stack can be in order if you want to go to Detroit. Miggy, V-Mart at first, one of the two. You can save money going to V-Mart if you want. Love Kinsler. Love Castellanos. Really good options there. James McCann behind the dish isn't even bad. Washington versus Kohler. How do you not like it? Harper, Murphy, and um, Eaton, like we talked about. That three-way solid gold mine. Colorado versus Anderson. Blackman, Arenado, Cargo, Story. It's the usual suspects. Para, cheap. Uh, but remember, Arenado loves him some Anderson. So if you're doing any Colorado at all, Arenado has to be the central piece of that focus. Milwaukee versus the Rook, if you're going that route. And then Dodgers versus Weaver. Absolutely love that one as well. Uh, Agon, Seeger, Jock Jams, Turner, Tolls, cheap. Uh, Grandal behind the dish. You can go four or five deep on that one. I know they let us down a little bit again last night, but you've seen what they did opening day, and they're going to do that more often than not, especially against a bad team like that. Let's move on to the evening four-game slate. You have Braves-Mets. Mets heavy favorite over under 8.5. Giants-Arizona basically a pick them over under 9.5. Toronto-Tampa Bay. Toronto's a favorite over under 7.5. Seattle-Houston. Houston a pretty heavy favorite over under 8.5. Um, pitchers we're looking into Marcus Stroman at $8,700 at Tampa Bay, Mr. America. He got us that championship in the finale against Puerto Rico. Uh, Stroman liked this kid a lot this year. He came back last year from injury. So his numbers, I think are a bit deceiving. Weren't the best numbers in the world, but, uh, he's got good stuff. We saw what he did in the WBC last year against the, uh, the Rays five starts, 33 and a two thirds inning, 1723 Ks. The strikeout numbers need to come up, but overall, not bad. Uh, we'll be building against him as well, but $8,700 will be my top-priced arm I'll be targeting. Probably my favorite arm, and this is really weird to say, but this is how bad the slate is. It's only a four-game slate, but Matt Harvey, 8100 Velocity slowly getting back up. Strikeouts are there. We saw what Thor did. We saw what DeGrom did. Um, the Braves do like hitting McCarthy, no doubt, or Harvey, no doubt about that. But uh, most people did last year. So take that with a grain of salt. He did have a 4.86 ERA in his limited action against Atlanta last year, 22 and two-thirds innings, 11 earned 17 strikeouts. His numbers last year, I just pretty much threw out the window and pray he's figured it out. Uh, he looked better towards the end of spring. It's a sketchy night, $8,100, Matt Harvey. Lock and load. In the same game, if you want to go the other route, Jaime Garcia at $7,200 making his Braves debut. Going up against the Mets in uh, two starts last year, nine innings pitched, eight or in 10Ks. That's not ideal, folks. But uh, Mets offense is hit and miss. We saw it struggle last night against Big Sexy. Um, Four-game slate. Can't be too picky. Jaime Garcia, 7,200. Last option I'll go with is Joe Musgrove at $7,000. The youngster was in the pen and the rotation a bit last year. is really good in the rotation. Didn't face Seattle last year, but at home, 175 ERA, 37 Ks and 36 innings pitched. Uh, Mariners' offense has been dreadful, to say the least, to start the year. 
So if you want to just kind of go off the board, Musgrave, not the worst look at all. Go game by game here. Braves at the Mets. Harvey Garcia. If you're going Bravos, you go Freeman for sure at $4,300 against Matt Harvey. Freeman is a must play if you're going with the Braves bats against Harvey. Look into the likes of, uh, in the outfield, Matt Kemp, $3,900. I love Ender Inciarte at 36 Maybe even a little Nick Marcakis at 34 If you want to go like an Inciarte, Freeman, Kemp stack, I'm not opposed to that. It's not bad at all. The Braves against Matt Hart, or sorry, the Mets against Jaime Garcia. Kick us off with a little Johannes Suspettis at $4,300. Get that one in there. Jay Bruce actually hits lefties better than most at 3500 But Suspettis for sure. Uh, Zrubel Cabrera switch hitting at 3600 at shortstop. Jose Reyes switch hits at well at third and short at 3900 Something to keep in mind there. And other than that, maybe a catcher in uh, Rene Rivera or Travis D'Arnaud. But it's pretty much Suspettis, maybe a little Bruce, but Suspettis, Reyes, and Azdrubal Cabrera would be my top Mets plays on the night. Toronto, Tampa Bay, Marcus Stroman, Blake Snell. If you're fading Stroman, you're using the likes of C-Dick, who had a nice game yesterday, went yard, another RBI knock. Yeah, C-Dick is priced at $3,400. Kevin Kiermaier, $3,500, also a nice look there. Nice one-two punch at the top of that order if you're fading Stroman. Brad Miller at shortstop at $3,700. Nice left-handed bat in play. And Lomo, 3300 at first base, facing the righty. Always worth a sneaky look, super low owned. He had like eight plus points last night, and he was like 2% owned. So he, he, he situations are good. Give him a shot. Uh, definitely C. Dick and Kiermaier if you're going raise bats at all. If you're going Blue Jays against the lefty Snell, it starts with Jose Bautista at $4,300 facing the lefty. We lock and load there. Maybe a little Kevin PR at 3200 Troy Tulewiski at 37 is nice. You can go Bautista at 43. Donaldson at 46. Tulo at 37. Me like you. Devin Travis isn't the worst thing at uh, 36. And at first base, you might get a little Steve Pierce action tonight. So if you want a sneaky play, Steve Pierce first base, second base eligible at 32. He could be extremely low on tonight. He hits lefties very well. That's why they brought him over here is platooning positions. This is the night for Steve Pierce to get in the lineup, $3,200. Keep an eye on Pierce. But get uh, Russell Martin even behind the dish at 34 But I like a little Bautista, Donaldson, Tulo, Pierce, that four-way. Could be sneaky, sneaky nice. Seattle-Houston, we have Joe Musgrove versus Ariel Miranda. Uh, Miranda, the lefty, so lock and load your Astros. We'll start in the outfield. George Springer, huge game last night. Walk-off dong. Two-run double and a walk-off dong. He was big, big. $4,500. Solid play tonight. It's very, very solid play. This is a Captain Obvious shit. Very solid. Shortstop, Carlos Correa, $4,800. Lock and load. Uh, Marwin Gonzalez, first base, third base eligible. If he's in the lineup at 31, is a good look. Bregman, four grand's not bad. Yuli Gurriel at 3300 is not bad. So Gurriel cheap could be a nice addition to... Say a Springer Correa stack. Altuve 49. So this stack's not cheap as expected, but very good look there. Uh, you have Gaddis 3,900 as well, who loves hitting lefties. Astros are very in play tonight. Very, very much in play. 
pricey, but very much in play. Keep an eye on them. The Mariners versus <clears throat> Musgrove. You have Robbie Cano at 44. Kyle Seeger at 41. Nelly Cruz at 45. Maybe some Mitch Hanniger at 36. That's where I'd go on that one. I'm going to have a ton of Musgrove exposure, so it's going to be hard for me to use a lot of Seattle at all. Uh, I'm not going to go too heavy on the evening slate. I'll, be, I'll preface that right now. It's not a pretty slate. It's four games. Don't go crazy. But that's where I'd approach this one. Moving on to the last game on the slate. Giants, D-backs, Samarja, Robbie Ray. This is where we lock and load. Over under 9.5 highest total on the evening slate. Uh, we'll start with your Arizona Diamondbacks against Samarja. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt, $5,200. Always nice. I love A.J. Pollock at 42. He's been so productive. That price tag is still stupid low. I can't figure that one out for the life of me. But uh, A.J. Pollock at 4200 All right, so you got Pollock at 42 Jake Lamb at $4,100 is one of my more favorite plays on this evening slate. He's been raking. He rakes righties. He should rake Samarja at $4,100. Now, given Samarja, he pitches well once every once in a while, but... Jake Lamb, 4100 uh, David Peralta at $3,800 is a very, very nice play at uh, in the outfield. If you want a cheap outfielder, if they play Hazel Baker, he's 34 go that route. But for the when it comes to D-backs, I like a stack of, say, David Peralta, Lamb, Pollock, and maybe some Goldie. Maybe. I you, you pretty much have to have Goldie, but I love Peralta, Lamb, Pollock. I love that threesome. If you want to go forward with Goldie, that would be outstanding. I think it's a great, great stack today. The lefty Robbie Ray is throwing for the D-backs, and that means get your Giants in order. Hunter Pence, raking, $4,300. Love it. Posey, $4,200. Love it. Posey, first base and catcher eligible. Belt's been swinging a hot bat. He's off and on against lefties. If you want to roll the dice, 41, not bad. I won't be going that route. Brandon Crawford has been hitting lefties very well at $3,800. I'll go that route. Um, and then when it comes to the outfield, this is where the Giants give you some value. Um, you have Gorky Hernandez at $2,900. He's been leading off against a lefty. Very good play there. Chris Marrero, first base outfield eligible. Remember that first base eligible part? It could help you later on, but probably not with Goldie and whatnot. But Marrero, $2,800 eligible. If he's in the lineup, go that route. But Gorky's at $29. If he's in the lineup, is a must play for me. If you're fading Robbie Ray, I really, I'm not even going to emphasize how much that's important to me put Gorky's with some maybe Crawford at 38 Posey at 42 and Pence at 43 you got the like three four five area in the middle of the order with the leadoff batter love that look a lot don't forget Eduardo Nunez third base and shortstop eligible at $4,100 all he's been doing is getting on base and stealing bases and getting you double digit production uh, love Nunez as well if you don't want to go Crawford go Nunez instead totally fine with that but uh, like a Posey, Pence, Gorky's, and then either Crawford or Nunez. So look, this game stack is a must. Um, this might be my – I might just make a couple lineups and stack the crap out of this game and then take like Musgrove and Stroman or Musgrove and Harvey or something elsewhere and call it a day. That might be where I'm going with this one. So to recap your evening slate real quick, pitchers I'm targeting, Stroman, Harvey, Garcia, Musgrove. We're stacking – the, the D-backs against Samarja, we're stacking. You can do a little Tampa Bay if like Dickerson, Kiermaier, like we talked about yesterday. Stacking the hell out of San Francisco against Arizona. 
Uh, you can go a little Atlanta against Harvey. You can go some Mets against Garcia if you're feeling it. <clears throat> really like Toronto against Snell. Go a little Seattle against Musgrove if you want. And then Houston against Seattle. So Houston, Toronto, SF, Arizona. Those are your four stacks. They probably will be rather popular. That's why I emphasize guys like Gorky Hernandez and other guys in those stacks that I talked about. If you insert them, they'll be lower owned, which makes your stack a little different than the rest. It's a four-game slate. A lot of guys are going to use a lot of the same players. There's no avoiding that. But if you mix it up a little bit, you're good to go. So there you have it. You have a 13-game all-day slate. Eight-game early, four-game evening. Pitching is horrific. Um, May God have mercy on your soul tonight. Hopefully we picked the right ones because it's just ugly all around. Uh, There's tons of bats to love. You could go super, super awesome, expensive bats, or I emphasize mixing and matching. Leave some money on the table. That's how you're going to win the slate tonight. So remember like the A's. And maybe some Padres and you know, Dodgers are stupid cheap. They should be high on, but like White Sox instead of Tiger, stuff like that. I'm not saying don't use the obvious ones because they're going to be great. They should be great, but don't forget the little ones. That'll do it here uh, for MLB DFS Quick Hits Thursday, April 5th edition. Make sure you check us out, thesportsdgens.com. The Masters just kicked off today. Enjoy the four days of the Masters. Hopefully the weather is not too bad. Uh, sucks about DJ. Uh, check me out on Twitter at BDNTrick. Check out my Bench with Bubba podcast. Got a nice guest lined up for next week. Check out Around the Bases with Bubba and Mo, your weekly MLB news and other talk. Good stuff. You can check us out on Spreaker at SD Radio, iTunes uh, at all the spots, and on SoundCloud at SD Sports. I hope everybody has a great Thursday and make some money. We'll catch you guys later.